0: Episode 2 of the Dogs of War podcast is brought to you by Angry Browns Fans, the greatest Brown specific meme Instagram account of all time. Follow us on Instagram, at Angry Browns Fans. Buckle up, let's go.
1: 18 seconds left, he's got the snap. Back to pass, up in the pocket, shooting it long and deep, and it's picked off. They got it! Terrence Mitchell's got it! And it's all over here now! They can't take it away anymore! 11 seconds left to go! He's going to run it down to the best fans, the most patient fans in the league, right to the dog pound, up and in he goes!
2: We're recording. Testing, testing. We're live? Check, check, check. We're live. (laughs) Nice. Welcome... Beloved listeners to the second ever Dogs of War podcast, I am your host Raleigh with my co-host Kevin. Number two, number el dose el dose of many many to come.
0: Someone said we didn't sound enthusiastic enough on the first episode.
2: I think they were talking about me, and that's kind
0: of my delivery. No, gener- I think they were talking about both of us. Okay, well, and that was. By the way, thanks for all the feedback we did get from everyone out there. We got tons of helpful feedback. Yes, the microphone situation was brutal and is getting fixed. Like my voice. We ordered pop check things. What are they called? Pop filters. Pop filters, they're not pop sockets. <laughs> we
2: are talking into them right now, so hopefully you're not hearing the pops that probably were they were holding us
0: back, dude. We've upgraded between episode one and two. See, I told you that the second episode would sound nothing like the first and le- literally now it is not sounding like the first episode. How was your weekend?
2: It was great. My roommate and girlfriend, I don't know if she wants me to say her name, but it's Kate. She was at a bachelorette party. Short for Katrina, Catherine. She's a Catherine. She's Catherine. um, Yeah, she was at a bachelorette party. I did not leave the couch. I ordered and purchased The Avengers. Watched that twice. Incredible movie. And uh, I ordered Taco Bell from Grubhub. Kind of a new low. Others would say... An all-time high. Have you ever been to the Taco Bell Cantina? What's a cantina? There's booze. No, I had the booze. I just needed the Cheesy Gordita Crunch, the Chalupa, two hard-shell tacos, and Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes. People don't know what Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes are, but, oh man, they may be the most underrated, underappreciated item that you can get from Taco Bell or anywhere. Yeah,
0: but they get cold real quick. They're delicious cold, lukewarm, or hot. So is that your go to order every time, what you just said? Uh not necessarily. It worries me there's no crunch wrap in there. Crunch wrap supreme
2: is very, very good, but I take more stock in the cheesy Gordita Crunch I would take a chalupa over a crunch wrap and but the cheesy fiesta potatoes, those are non negotiable.
0: Can I admit something? Yes. That's safe between you and I. I've never had a cheesy Gordita Crunch.
2: They are a game changer.
0: I will buy you
2: a cheesy gordita crunch after this. Okay. And that will be my gift to you. 349. Delicious uh, Taco Bell. If you guys need advertisement, we are open for business. Yeah. That that would be
0: that would be a huge win. Forget the money. Just a couple tacos. <laughs> do they, do, do they do like like Chipotle has like burrito bucks. Does Taco Bell have like taco tokens? Taco tokens. Uh, if you're
2: listening, somebody that works at Taco Bell, we will help in any way we can to expand your empire. I will advertise for mostly free. I will work for Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes.
0: Why don't we talk about the Cleveland Browns football team that this podcast is about? <laughs>
2: we got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about the first preseason game where the Browns beat Washington 30-10. to It was an ass-beating we're going to talk about, on a more somber note, the betrayal of ex-Browns offensive line coach Bob Wiley. We're going to talk about Mr. Antonio Calloway and, I don't know, various other shenanigans we'll get into later.
1: Some people call him the space cowboy, yeah. Some call him a dangerous man people like his mustache yes yeah, so i speak of the browns quarterback people keep talking about him baby say he's doing us wrong doing us wrong but don't you wear dog pound don't worry now because he always
2: All righty, let's talk about the first preseason game of the Cleveland Browns. Preseason game one in the books. As you said, it's basically a glorified practice. It is a glorified practice. The score was 30 to 10. Now, in preseason games, NFL teams will
0: only play their starters about one series. Until the third game, right? Until the third third preseason game. game. They pretty much play most of the game, right? correct. If I remember
2: correctly. Exactly. This is just a taste of the glory that will be at hand when the regular season starts. So the as far as starters on the offense, I think it was our offensive line started, Baker started, Chubb played and as far as receivers go, there was really pretty much everybody except Jarvis and Odell. Like you don't want those guys getting hurt. Baker on his opening drive went 6 for 7. It was a perfect drive, except for the ball that was dropped. I'm assuming it wasn't his fault, and they looked flawless. Thirty to ten—that's an ass beating. To those Washington Redskins fans that may be listening, I'm sorry, but it could have been a lot worse. If Baker would have played the whole game conservatively. I think the score would have been 127 to
0: 13. But it wasn't because we just got to watch fourth stringers from Mountain Union College play, <laughs> and for the rest they looked of the game. good. Uh, What were some of your uh, favorite plays? What were some of your takeaways, Kevo? Hands down favorite play. This might actually be my favorite play of the season. I'm just calling it right now. Obviously that Giuseppe. Oh, yeah.
2: For those of you who don't know or haven't heard of Damian, Sheehy, Giuseppe, we're not sure if we're pronouncing his name correctly,
0: but... I think you're right. The kid was sleeping on a park bench a few weeks ago. It's not an anomaly. Like, this kid was literally sleeping on a park bench.
2: This kid basically played for some junior college team in Arizona, I believe. He wasn't able to land a D1 scholarship and decided to try to make money by playing football, as many of us have considered doing in our lives. He snuck his way onto a Browns tryout
0: in Miami. He He told the guy at the door, he's like... They're like, well, why are you here? He's like, yeah. he's like, yeah, I'm from boys with Alonzo Highsmith. They're like, oh, okay, come on in. Then he runs like a four-three-four, and basically got the invite to an actual
2: tryout. At that tryout, he balled out and sort of progressed to where he is now, to where he was last week. During the game, he casually goes on the field to receive a punt. When he catches that punt, he turns on the Jets and takes it to the house. Everybody was blown away. The entire Brown squad tackled him in the end zone. It was
0: I, – I was tearing up watching it. A buddy of mine hit the nail on the head. He said, I never even thought it would be possible to get emotional during a preseason football game. <laughs> yeah. But it happened. And you know what my – probably my favorite part about that too is not just the team running out there, but the fact that if you looked in the middle of that pileup in the end zone – it was Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry in the middle of that pile.
2: Like This team loves each other so much. They are playing with a chip on their shoulders. Cleveland
0: against the world. I believe they have the talent to back that up. I really hope that Giuseppe just punched his name out of the 53-man roster because of that play.
2: We're going to find out. I mean, I mean, that's
0: a fan favorite regardless. If
2: you're listening, Damon, Sheehy, Giuseppe. One, I hope we're pronouncing your name correctly. Two, I hope you make this team. Three, if you don't, whatever it is you do
0: in life, I wish nothing but the best for you. I can't not keep repeating this. The kid was sleeping in a park a few weeks ago with no place to live. He snuck into a Browns tryout by saying he knew someone in there, balled out, got invited to the training camp, gets in the game, takes one back to the house. Like, this is a movie happening right in front of our eyes. I was so happy for that kid. I hope he makes this roster.
2: It'll be like a sequel to the Invincible movie with Mark Wahlberg when he was that one guy from Vince Papali from the Eagles. Basically a regular Joe tried out for the team. Except Vince Papali had a house he was able to sleep in. This guy was sleeping in public.
0: No, you're thinking of uh who's the the garbage man field goal kicker? Oh, Tony Danza. There you go.
2: Garbage kicking, field goal kicking, Philadelphia, Philadelphia phenomenon. phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. Disney classic. Absolutely. My uh one of my best friends gave me that for my 6th birthday.
0: Miles Garrett. Oh, he they had to continues h- to be just a scary scary human being.
2: He had a very very fine year last year, the year before, but he may go super sane on everyone. This is his season to break out. I think he drew at least one, maybe two holds just to save the quarterback. I mean, there's bogus holds you'll see in the NFL. This was a calculated, I'm holding him from behind so that he doesn't tear off Dwayne Haskins' head.
0: Apparently he lost 10 pounds in the offseason because he wanted to get faster, and they're asking Freddie about it after the game. They're like, yeah, so I heard Miles lost 10 pounds. You know, what do you think about that? You know, does he look faster? And then Freddie's like, I don't know how much faster this kid can get.
2: Ah, I love it. Before we move on, as far as from the game, standout players. Big shout out to Mac Wilson. We drafted him in the fifth Rook. linebacker from Alabama. Roll the, Tide. The man got two picks. He looked like a stud. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to sound too hyped, but he could be the greatest linebacker of all time. He's getting there. Right. I, I don't want to say. I don't want to compare him to the next shmoois because I despise him as a player and as a humanitarian but yeah i,
0: I don't want I don't want Mac Wilson to become a shmoois alleged murderer Mac,
2: keep doing what you're doing on and off the field again, no murders, and if you are getting into trouble outside of the field or you live that kind of lifestyle, this goes for all Browns players, please, please, in the name of everything holy,
0: get yourself a fall guy. Great segue into players doing dumb shit off the field. Yeah. How about our boy uh, Antonio Callaway? Antonio, sweet. That was Antonio. only a matter of time. I gotta say, I cannot believe it took a full calendar year for him to get suspended for something. What makes you say that? Well, because last year, ever like right after we drafted him or early in the season, whenever it was, he got pulled over with that stuff in his trunk. Yeah, and hard <laughs> like knocks, ammo or something, <laughs> guns. It was like allegedly, a, it was like a bullet, right? Something like that. So right off the jump, you're like, oh, boy. Now right. he's gone for four games for substance abuse. I would guess it was uh, marijuana cigarettes. Uh,
2: the marijuana cigarettes. The devil's was lettuce. A man. Uh, the devil's lettuce. Well, Freddie Kitchens in an interview said he's obviously very disappointed in him. They have not given up on our young Antonio Callaway yet. As our
0: boy Stephen A. Smith always says, stay off
2: the weed.
0: <laughs> so I was thinking about
2: this. I started thinking about this during
0: the the Gordon
2: era. I think it was sometime between his 4th and 5th failed drug test. What do you think the Cleveland Browns as an organization would pay me to follow them full time wherever they are and to like a professional babysitter? Yeah, like a professional babysitter. If he lights up something, cigarette, weed, uh some some something Sparkler. illegal. Yeah, sparkler! I am flicking it. I am jumping across the room, and I am snatching it.
0: I don't mean that in like a jug. I mean like an actual sparkler, like the
2: firework. Yeah, you could burn their hands. That's also mm-hmm. their investment. You don't want to mess around with sparklers.
0: Uh, I think you could probably get. Mm, that's a sixty thousand dollar a year job. That honestly, that but would- there's also there's no over. I mean. There's no overhead. Yeah. I, I think I know if they're going to pay for all your expenses, your, your living, your travel, your food. Are, are we talking
2: before taxes? Before taxes. Before taxes as opposed to. And you will
0: get so much cool shit too.
2: Yeah. So much free swag. I was going to say I would do it for 50, but 60 I'd be more, I, I'd be pumped about it. Like I don't want them to listen to this and lowball me just because I said it. But yeah, I would just keep watching them. If we're going out to the club and I feel like they're having a few too many, I switch drinks, give me something that tastes like a vodka soda wherever they're drinking, switch it up, I'll drink the vodka soda, I'm having a good night, within reason, like I'm not getting obliterated. We know how much you love the clubs. Oh, dude, you should see me. You're always up in the clubs. Always just grinding at the clubs, ripping shots, and uh, yeah, I don't really go to the clubs, I'm not cool enough to go to the clubs anymore, but I would if it was my full-time job particularly watching Browns players making sure they don't get into trouble. On that note, Mr. Calloway, we love you. Don't do this anymore. The city is depending on you. You don't need weed. You can go to the club sober. Just be smart. Get yourself a fall guy or a me. I will DM you my address if you want to take me up on this offer. I am. We can negotiate the actual contract.
0: If I were to guess, his leash probably just got a heck of a lot shorter. Uh, there's no... I, there's no way they're even going to get close to another Gordon situation. Yeah, they... I think it's... This is going to be, like, not even three strikes with this kind of shit anymore with the Browns.
2: Um. Well, they're already on two strikes, so probably...
0: Oh, hopefully then. Yeah, so probably... he gets at least three. Right? <laughs> I want to give another shout out again to everyone who called into the Muni Lot payphone again this week with your comments, feedback, predictions. Got some more great voicemails from the Muni Lot payphone this week. Let's get into that right now.
1: Leave a message. Leave a message. Hey, y'all. Thanks for having me again. This is Terry. Uh, my pregame prediction was 27 13. On our quest to 23 and 0, obviously sweeping the preseason, regular season, and all the way to Super Bowl. Teams looking tight. Teams looking tight as fuck so far, and I can't wait. I cannot wait for the first weekend in September. You know that that game. Oh, it's gonna be something else. Thanks a lot, y'all. Talk to you soon.
0: Ooh, oh wow, that just starts right away, doesn't it? <clears throat> um,
2: Hi, howdy there, uh, dogs or uh, Cliff Clifford here. I found the channel by chance while looking for a podcast on calming colors, and well, I just thought it was great. I've been going through some stuff at home with the misses, and this just gave me truly a tickle. So I, I'd really like to join the group or or the gang or the pack, whatever you call yourselves. I I don't know much about these Browns, but well, I'm I'm excited to learn, and I'm a, a quick learner. I'd love to get one of the jerseys, but uh, I'm not sure which name is best. If there's a a player that signifies strength and and perseverance uh somebody who was doubted at the start but overcame the odds well i i I think that's who i'd like to wear anyway uh thanks for listening keep up the good work keep up the good laughs
0: and uh go browns woof 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 okay now
2: the highlights of the muni lot payphone i would say are cliff clifford and terry sounds like you guys have a lot on your plate best of luck to everybody keep listening Let's talk about the betrayal of Bob Wiley.
0: We got to talk about our boy. Bob Wiley was out here whiling this
2: week. For those of you who don't know, Bob Wiley was an offensive line coach for the Browns. He was a star on hard knocks. Big part of it was, I don't know if the bigger star was him or his belly that would jump up every time he said, set hut. He was released during the regime change that occurred at the end of last year. The official, when Freddie was named head coach, Bob Wiley was let go. Kevin, what did Bob Wiley say?
0: So Bob got on a radio show this past week and pretty much just said that Freddie was doing none of the coaching at the end of last year. It was all the quarterback's coach. Bob. Sweet Bob. Take the knife out of my back. So Wiley was out here wiling. That's good. And then Freddie was not happy. Ooh, what did Freddie Kitchens have to say?
2: Last week we talked about Freddie Kitchens crushes it in interviews. I
0: believe he continues to crush it in interviews. Let's jump into his press conference because he was
1: uh, pretty fired up. It, It doesn't matter. Bob doesn't wear brown and orange anymore. All right? I had the opportunity to hire Bob. I didn't want to. I went to the hospital to see Bob. Every week he was in the hospital. All right? I Facetime Bob before every game, before we went out as a staff, just so he would continue to feel a part of it. So at what point does Bob realize that it was the players and not the coaches that turned it around? And when you so said- I would say that about the comments. You know, the days of inside information and the days of, of uh, unnamed sources and stuff like that have ended. So you're not going to get any information like that ever. Anybody. And if I ever see it, they're fired immediately. That's the way we're running this organization. And I can take it. John Dorsey can take it. We won't crack, I promise you. So, any other questions? What are your thoughts? He's not happy, but he's saying the stuff I want him to
0: say. Yeah. The streak continues. Obviously, Freddie's very unhappy with the comments. I think it was a big smack in his face by Bob. It sounds like he feels a little bit of... Personal betrayal. Bob didn't like the way he got fired. I, I, I get that. Bob was in a rehab facility for his... What do he hurt? His foot? Uh, yeah, it was something uh, old. He bit. found out he got fired... His daughter came into his like hospital room and said, I just saw on TV the Browns let you go. And so that's how he found out. So he's still pissed off from that, which I get. I get but at that. the same time, he also said, "Like it, that's. I mean, that's the NFL. That's the business. It happens like that sometimes. But I don't think... Bob was very, very much liked in Cleveland. Obviously, the players loved playing for him. We loved all the entertainment he brought. From HBO Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks to that Christmas jingle commercial thing he made. We liked Bob. So for Bob to come out, and again, I, we don't know the whole story, but for him to come out and pretty much say Freddie did nothing to help last year. You can't say that. It's a little absurd. Yeah. And a little just babyish. Well, Freddie said everything you wanted him to say, and I love how he ended saying that there's no more of these leaks, no more of that bullshit and unnamed sources. Like I'm just going to fire you if I see that happening.
2: Unless you are an inside member of the Browns organization and you are leaking information to the host of the Dogs of War podcast. I will let that slide.
0: Yeah, we need more sources. Yeah. yeah, if anybody's From listening... From inside those, the walls of Berea, so I know you're all listening. Listen Slide to, into
2: the DMs. Listen to what Freddie is saying. Do not leak information to anyone unless it's the Dogs of War podcast.
0: But to put a bow on that, I just like how he said Bob doesn't... He's not a member of this team anymore, this organization, so who cares what he's saying? Everyone else saw what happened last year, how it was turned around, and I think the the actions speak louder than words, so... Bummer that he had to say it and, you know, left a sour taste a lot of people's mouths because everyone did like Bob a lot, but it is what it is.
2: Bob, we here at the Dogs of War podcast, we're not happy with what you said on that radio show, but in the spirit of forgiveness, I forgive you, and now we can rebuild what was once lost. I don't forgive Bob. Oh, look at that. Alternative views. What a great show.
1: (laughs) When it is all said and done He's the baker He's no faker He's the bangle breaker He keeps the Steelers on the run
2: Alrighty, righty, let's talk about what to expect next from our beloved Cleveland Browns football franchise. They are playing the Colts Saturday, the 17th, at 3 o'clock Central, 4 o'clock Eastern time zone. What are your predictions, Kevin?
0: I hope we don't
2: win every one of these preseason games. Oh, I'm with you there. Last time we won, last time the Browns went 4-0 in a preseason, guess what happened?
0: Those were dark, very, very dark times. Very we, dark days. We lost 16 games in a row. So for this particular game, I think the Colts are going to be a very, very good football team this year. They will be. Unfortunately, definitely Super Bowl contenders. We, I,
2: I think this is the game. If we're going to lose a preseason game, let's just not put. They're not going to put their starters in anyway. So.
0: I can't see any of our studs playing.
2: Yeah, how can we? How can they lose this game, but not at the hand of our first stringers and our second stringers? Like, let's just lose it with our fifth string.
0: If this is regular season. I say we win seventeen to fourteen.
2: If it was the regular season, I'm it was a thinking, regular season game, But
0: preseason game. I, I, I don't know. You can't. This can go. It's a coin flip. Yeah, because I don't even know the players who are going to be out there trotting out their four stringers from Mountain Union and Kent State.
2: I don't think Baker's going to play right. I don't think so. Okay, well, then the Colts have a chance. Yeah. Okay. Browns, if you're going to lose a game, make it this game just because our starters aren't playing and we just don't want to jinx our season with an undefeated preseason once again. This is the only time
0: I will say it's okay to lose a game. All that being said, uh, Browns, 40, Colts, 9. Yeah, I think it's going to be
2: Browns, 57, Colts, 13.
0: This bandwagon is getting big. Oh, yeah. Big, big. People are coming from... Uh, They're America's team now. All
2: parts of the globe. They want to see the Browns thrive. My question is, what are the rules of bandwagon fans? What What do you mean? Should we... I believe we should allow them onto the bandwagon as if we have authority to deny them from joining the bandwagon. But, hypothetically, what are the rules that they should adhere to if they're going to be on this bad boy?
0: The concept of it is just hilarious. When you hear the term Cleveland bandwagon, that's an oxymoron. There has been forever. Yeah, I, you'd say it's hilarious. It kind of brings tears to my eyes. Who has ever jumped on a Cleveland bandwagon? Maybe LeBron.
2: Well... People
0: getting on the LeBron bandwagon. Oh, okay.
2: okay. I yeah, because yeah, Braun's been a Browns fan. Yeah, maybe LeBron, that
0: was certainly a bandwagon. Maybe the Indians in the 90s, but I don't know. I say the more the merrier. Have you ever felt more sorry for a human being oh, than dude, Joe Thomas? The guy was just... How do you not love again, it? again, I mean, he made $100 million, so I'm not going to... You, know, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, there's probably some people in third world countries that
2: I probably feel worse for, but... As far as pro athletes go, the guy just manned his post, didn't complain, just showed up every Sunday and crushed it for him. He guarded those quarterbacks with his life. Unfortunately, there were about 30 of them. I was
0: going say all 50 of them. <laughs>
2: yeah, but he did his job, and what a stud. He never was bitter about it, never asked for a trade. I kind of wanted them to trade him at the end of his career just so, just so he could get into the playoffs, have a taste of it. But he still supports the team. Take notes, Bob Wiley.
0: He doesn't just support. He goes all out on TV and radio and his podcast for the Browns. He is all in on this team and this culture right now. Yeah,
2: as far as Browns-specific podcasts go, he's he is our uh, easily our greatest rival
0: we got to get them on here at some point. That being said, I know we promised we'd have an interview on this episode. Episode three, we guarantee we'll have an interview on that episode.
2: Thanks for tuning in, my beloved Dogs of War. Hopefully, we've made improvements in the sound department and content department. But again, even if we haven't, stick with us. It's going to be great. And please keep the feedback coming. It's been super helpful. Yes. Give us feedback spread the word that the dogs of war are here to stay
0: we'll see you next week with episode 3 we'll talk about the game that's happening this weekend and any other news and happenings at a training camp until then thank you again for tuning in Good night, Cleveland
1: Cleveland rest his head on a pillow man. Playoffs. Yeah. Oh, Cleveland. Maybe they'll do a little better next Sunday. Oh, yeah.